Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bring, bring it fast. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, now we're back with another club update. This time we're talking about Manchester United with Joshi, who you can find at BuzzBMUFC on Twitter, where he talks about all the stuff he'll do, and I'm sure some very loving stuff about Manchester United, who we will talk about now. Uh, Joshy, a very slow deadline day for you, unlike years past, but you had done business early. What, what were your thoughts yesterday? Um, honestly, I didn't even follow it. I, I knew that we'd had our business done. I was fine with it. There was no inkling that we were going to do anything in the, in, at the last minute. And from that point of view, I wasn't disappointed at all. I'm pretty satisfied. So uh, towards the end of the evening, I did ha- did sort of check into Twitter and, and stuff to see what else was going on. But I wasn't expecting anything from a United perspective, and and that's fine by me, given the the last few years where we've we've had some dreadful uh, deadline days, especially under Moyes when we signed Fellaini for twenty eight million, which was about four or five million more than what we could have got him for earlier on in the season, and then we had that last minute um, sort of dash for Fabio Coentrao, and and I mean I remember sitting and watching deadline day that day, following it quite closely, and it was. Uh, I was fuming by the end of it, but this time around, pretty relaxed, uh, just sort of watching other clubs do what they do and actually getting on with what I do. So, yeah, I was pretty comfortable with it. And uh, it wasn't as frantic a day for other clubs as I thought it would be, but it was, um, but I think a lot of, uh, still a lot of money was spent, obviously, and, but, and, and we are, we're part of that. So, but getting our deals early has, has really helped the squad, I think. All right, well, let's talk about some of those big signings. Obviously, you signed Paul Pogba for a whole lot of money, especially considering you'd already had him at the club. Uh, We did see in the Southampton match just how devastating he can already be in a Manchester United shirt. Um, The whole performance, not as great, but the team wasn't really at its best. But you did still pick up the three points, which I suppose is what's really important. What have you made of Pogba's return to the club? Yes, so obviously it's a whole load of money. It's it's um, it's a world record fee, and a lot has been said about that because Fergie made apparently made a mistake to let him leave, um, and now we've we've had to bring him back. And from my point of view, yes, you can you can see where people are coming from. We, we've let a guy go, and and then and have had to bite the bullet and and bring him back to the club. Uh, but if we can sort of flip that round a bit from from uh, just looking at this transfer on its own in in its own right. We've this player's gone out to Juventus, got an excellent footballing education alongside some of the best midfielders in the world, and he's developed into one of the best midfielders in the world. And we've gone out and paid the amount of money that was required to bring him back to the club. Um, and we've got a ready-made world-class midfielder um, who fills a footballing need for the club on the pitch, but also off the pitch, 
He's, uh, he's com- commercially, he's a huge attraction, as we've seen from the Adidas campaigns and things like that. So he'll he'll obviously be a, a marketeer's sort of dream at the moment. Um, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's going to say his shirt sales will pay for the fee alone, but, you know, it's all part of the package. So he's come to the club and look, the other way to look at it is if he had stayed and played under David Moyes and Louis van Gaal, there's every possibility that A, he may not have developed into the type of player that he is now, and B, he may have just left by now and there's no chance of him coming back. So, you know, that's life, things happen and he's come back, we've paid the amount of money for it, we've we've, uh, competed with the top clubs in the world to get a true star, which is probably the first time in a very long time that any uh, English club has bought one of the sort of ready-made stars in world football a lot of players have come here and become class players like cristiano ronaldo uh, luis suarez you know you can name lots over the years but it's i can't think of many who have come here already established as one of the best players in the world in their position i think at united probably going back you'd look at uh, maybe juan sebastian veron when he arrived he was considered one of the best mid- one of if not the best midfielder in the world uh, but other than that getting a star like this to come to the Premier League is it's a huge deal for United, but it's also a big deal for the Premier League. Um, we've seen his talent in the Southampton game. He, he was excellent after a sort of dodgy start. And you say he was a bit less subdued against Hull and the whole team were, but actually I'd argue that we were pretty good against Hull. We were relentless in our attacking and we were eventually the pressure, pressure sort of um, uh, told by, okay, it was a 92nd minute, but we didn't give up and, it was just a case of excellent defending on Hull's part. So it wasn't a case of it being a dull game and we weren't creating chances. It was both sides played very well, United in an attacking sense, uh, other than the final sort of shot and goal and Hull in defending. So it was a good game to watch, I think. I mean, granted, I only watched the second half, actually. But uh, based on that, that's that's what I'll come away there. But yeah, for me, quality signing elevates us to uh, uh, on the pitch and, and I think he's going to do well. Yeah, all fair points uh, up front. Zlatan Ibrahimovic have already heard neutrals being disappointed that Zlatan isn't involved in play more, but he's never typically been the one creating, obviously. He just lurks in the box and scores when he has every chance. Um, a very big profile signing. Some people were concerned about blocking off Martial and Rashford. Rashford gets the goal, Martial starting almost every game on the wing. Uh, are you pleased with how Ibrahimovic has slotted in thus far? And what do you think about that that statement? Yeah, look, 100% honest with you, over the years, I, I genuinely haven't been Zlatan's biggest fan. Not because I don't think he's a quality player, but I just used to think that the hype was maybe over-exaggerated for what he, he's done. But then... At the same time, it was also probably a personal dislike. Over, I don't know what it was, but I just didn't really have, I wasn't as excited as maybe other fans were when he signed. That being said, he's obviously got a lot of attention. He is a character. He's got a, he's, he's a personality, as it were. And, 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 and through the last few months after he's joined, reading everything that he's done, reading a bit more about him, um, reading about his achievements, things like that. Yeah, I've become more excited than obviously seeing him on the pitch. He's, as you say, he's not really... Um, doesn't he won't dribble past 10, 15 players nowadays and, and things. He's more of an end product kind of guy and, he, and he's, he's doing that. He's holding the ball up. He's, he's getting into good positions, nice flicks and, and touches and he's getting goals. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I am excited. He's 
it's taken a long time for me to come round. But I guess it's one of those. Well, didn't really like him when he wasn't at the club, uh, but now that he's at the club, I'm you know I'm all for it. Um, with regards to Marshall and Rashford, I think people who thought that he would um, uh, stunt their development, I think I was always of the opinion that, you know, forgetting the fact that I didn't necessarily like him that much, I was always uh, of the opinion that if we had gone out and say, say hypothetically, we'd gone out and signed someone like Robert Lewandowski, I know, I'm not saying he was available, but say that we did. Um, yes, top class talent, but then that's the type of player that's going to stunt Marshall or Rashford's development because he's going to want to play every single game. He's going to be lo- a long-term signing at the peak of his powers and it's going to be a lot of money. So he's sort of, how we're pressured into sort of playing him. So with with Zlatan, we've got huge amounts of experience, obviously a huge amount of talent and the ability for Marsh, likes of Marshall, Rashford um, and other young players to learn from him, not just strikers, but in, in players in other positions to learn from his professionalism, his attitude. He obviously enjoys the game. So, you know, he doesn't um, buckle under the pressure. So these are all things that they can learn from. And specifically, Rashford will learn from him as a striker. So he may not play every game, Rashford, but um, I think that's not a bad thing, given that, you know, there's there's risk of burnout, there's a risk of too much pressure on him, um, things like that. So uh, I think it's a good fit. And obviously, given his age, uh, uh, Zlatan's age, he's not going to be around 10, 15 years or five, six years, he's going to be around a couple of years. And then hopefully by then Rashford's developed or Rashford and Marshall have developed into these world-class strikers or at least are well on their way towards that. So I think overall it's a good fit and obviously he's a good fit with Mourinho. So all round, it, it's again, looks like it's early days, but it looks like a good, um, a good signing. Yeah. Uh, one that might not look as good on paper at the moment is uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan who everyone assumed would walk into your starting 11 on the right wing, while everyone also assumed Rooney and Mata would be dropped. Not the case thus far, though McTarian has looked very good in his two substitute appearances. How soon do you think it'll be before we start seeing him in that 11? Um, uh, well, he, I think he got taken off last night in an, in an international after about half an hour for, with an injury. So um, I'm not 100% sure how serious it was. So other than that, if we assume that he's okay, I don't think it'll take too long. Um, he's actually the signing that I was most excited about. Um, well, until we got Pogba, but um, he's you know he's he was devastating in in the Bundesliga last season, by far and away the best attacking midfielder in the league, um, and his output was phenomenal in terms of assists and goals. So coming into this side, he offers directness, pace, quick thinking. He finds space in good areas. So yeah, I think a lot of people did assume he'd get into the side straight away. Um, but the form of matter and uh, like Lingard in preseason as has potentially made um, Mourinho just want to ease him into the side. Um, and, I, I actually don't know. Obviously, Jose's got a way of thinking, and I'm not sure exactly where it is. But um, I, I would have expected him to start by now, um, and he hasn't. So we'll just see where it goes. But I do expect him to to settle and eventually have a, a really huge impact. He's, I think, out of all of them, him and well, he's the one that when you stick him in the side, I think can elevate us from being a really excellent side to a properly great side. Just because that link between the midfield and the attack in, if you look at most teams, that's where you'll find the real sort of um, 
the players that unlock the door. So like Ozil, Ozil at Arsenal, um, Hazard at Chelsea, um, De Bruyne at City. You know, we're talking these players that elevate the side from being very good sides, but who might struggle against teams that are compact and, and, and solid, like we kind of did a little bit against Hull until he came on. Um, uh, then then the sides that are truly great and that can actually take take teams on and unlock the door. So I think he'll be that player when once he's settled in the side that will do that. How long that takes, I don't know, especially with this injury. But um, Jose's obviously got faith in Rooney. Um, so I don't know how long that'll last, but we'll see. It's difficult to predict, but I, I really do have high hopes for him. All right, a player with high hopes last season that were unfortunately crushed, which is a very poor choice of words. Um, Luke Shaw at left back started last season brightly, then suffered a broken leg. Now is back looking spectacular. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but is this going to be like a new signing? Oh, absolutely. It is. It's a cliche, but in this situation, it's perfectly apt. I mean, he played uh, last season, he got injured in September. So, you know, he's only played like three, four, five games. Can't remember exactly how many, but it was, um, it was, it, it was a very promising start. And then he was out for the season. It probably completely destroyed um, uh, Van Hal's plans. We've ended up playing five different players at left back last year. Um, and, and when you've got a player like Luke Shaw, who's so obviously your first choice left, left back, and then he disappears, it, it can be disruptive. And, and, it, and I think it was. This year, he started really well. I'm glad because after an injury like that, um, some players can take a lot of time psychologically. You know, physically, they might be fine. But psychologically, getting that, um, you know, getting into a tackle, especially in that position, it, it can be uh, really difficult. Um, but I read a story in, the, in, a, in a paper where it, an interview he gave where he said in training, Ashley Young, he took a kick off Ashley Young by sort of by accident. And um, Young, he was sort of really like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But actually, after that, psychologically, Shaw was like, oh, I can take it. I can take these now. I'm fully healed. And you can see it on the pitch. He's confident. He's he's up and down that wing. He's he's not shirking challenges. Um, and, and yeah, I think he he's a massive part of the way we're going to play. Um, and you can see it on both flanks with Valencia as well, getting up and down that that right hand side. So um, I think that's going to be a huge factor. And yeah, I don't mind the cliche because it's absolutely spot on. We played with five different left backs last year, and Marcos Rojo played a lot of games there, and he's an absolute liability. So. Yeah, it is like a new signing and, a, and a, again, police for him and I've got high hopes for him as well. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, now uh, for outgoings, no really big names, but a lot of the younger players leaving either on loan or on permanence. Um, mm. McNair and Love went to Sunderland, as did Yanezai, but separately. <laughs> Although I do think that was just like a day or two later. Uh, then Wilson and Blackett and Cameron, Action, Borthwick, Jackson, Pereira, Keane, Weir. Obviously, Van Gaal was interested in bringing through 
a lot of the youth last season, and if not interested, was forced into. Definitely one yeah. of the two. The youth got a chance, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, obviously, Mourinho not known as much for bringing youth through. Uh, are you okay with this many of your younger players heading out? Is it to get experience, or are you just kind of cutting bait and realizing that under well, Mourinho, you're just going to stick to older players? No, I think, look, the, the the thing about Mourinho not playing youth players is there's potentially some substance to it, to it. But if you're good enough, you'll play. He's had... You know, he, he's had uh, uh, young players before. Granted, he's signed them for the clubs, but uh, he has used them. Um, the thing I would say is I think there's always so much hype over these youngsters, especially at United, because we do have a history of bringing players through, um, that I think a lot of fans get overhyped um, and place a lot of pressure on, on players to say, oh, they're going to be the next big thing. They're going to be this. They're going to be that. And you know, year on year, these players come and go. They do get a chance. They get to play, and and that's a his, that's part of the United United's history is to give these players a chance. Um, and then some one, two, three um, may may come through. So yeah, I'm not overly annoyed that these players have gone out on loan because they're probably not quite good enough. Or in the case of Yanazai, hopefully it's it's the type of loan that's re-sparks his, his season. In the case of Pereira, hopefully regular first-team football, he can start to showcase his talent. I think they're two players that I think have the talent, whether they have the mental fortitude and the, uh, and the sort of attitude and the drive to become a top player, I'm not sure. So this type of loan would, might benefit them. Other players I just don't think were good enough, hence the permanent moves. Someone like... Um, I think Will Keane was just unlucky over the years. He was a phenomenal player in, in the youth setup, and then he got an injury that just set him back massively. And ever since then, he's still got goals in those in, in the sort of lower um, in, in the in the reserve teams and things. But he's not quite looked the same. So again, for him, it's unfortunate. But that's sometimes what hap- that's what happens in football. So I think it's a good move for him. It's a good move all around. He's at an age where he needs to be playing football. But I just don't think he he's quite recovered from that injury to the level that he was previously. So there are stories behind each and every one of these players. And and for me, it's it's not a massive, massive loss. We've got a good squad. We've got good numbers. And he's retained a couple of the players in um, Timothy Fosu Mensah and Marcus Rashford, who I think will are the two that do look like they could... Well, Rashford in particular, obviously, we all know a lot about him already. But uh, Fosu Mensah as well. He's he looks good. He looks solid. He looks like the type of player that that can slot in. And and I think uh, there's a reason why he's been retained and not been allowed to go on loan. So, yeah, I, I'm not too too annoyed. I'm not worried that Jose is just going to get rid of every single young player that we ever have. Um, but it's a balance. And Jose's remit was to come in and make us title challenges again. And the likes of Borthwick Jackson and stuff, yes, they may have potential for the future, but they weren't going to do that in the first instance. So I'm not totally annoyed, but it, you know, over the years, if, for example, in the next two or three years, Rashford suddenly disappears off the, off the scene, uh, Fosu Mensah disappears off the scene, and the other young players just stop coming through, then I'll be sort of more annoyed and more pissed off. But for the moment, I'm not going to jump the gun and start sort of railing about it. So... And also, like I said earlier, United fans and probably fans of every club have a have a tendency to overhype their youngsters. Or us. I'm, I've always been a bit more objective and um, not too annoyed about a lot of these players. So, fair enough. 
All right. Well, uh, with all of these deals in mind, has this changed what Manchester United are expecting this season? Are you still expecting to challenge for the title? I think, uh, well, I think before, even after we'd sort of announced Jose Mourinho as our new manager, uh, at that stage, I still wasn't thinking he's going to turn us instantly into title challengers straight away. It, but it, the the decision or the judgment or prediction would come after um, the signings. And actually, he's gone out, he's identified, four, he's identified what the team needed, which is a whole new spine. The core of the team just needed to be strengthened, both physically and in terms of footballing ability. And, and he's gone and done that. Centre-back, Eric Bay, he look, he's solid physically. He's, he's, he's an impressive um, player. Uh, and obviously, he looks like a very good defender in his, in his first few games. So that could turn out to be an excellent signing. Then obviously, we know all about Paul Pogba, uh, Mkhitaryan we've talked about as well through that middle behind Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He's literally gone out and covered the areas where United needed strengthening. All four of those players, first team material straight away. Me and you were talking about uh, off, uh, previously about how clubs need to go out and I would suggest add a player that would come in, at least one player each season that will come in and improve the first eleven. Um, you know, so we were talking about it in the context of Tottenham, but mm. um, for 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 in this case, he's gone out and got four players that can that are earmarked to be in the first eleven. They'll be first eleven regulars for the rest of the season. Um, well, you hope with the Henrik Mkhitaryan, depending on his injury and, and when he gets in the side. So he's come in and he's improved that improved the first eleven, and immediately what that automatically does is players that were there last season playing regularly shift down to the backup so suddenly the squad is looks so much better um i think it would have been nice to get in a more experienced center back in and sort of start to clear away a few of those players just so you're not tempted to use them but overall the squad looks really strong so yeah i think a title challenge is on the definitely on the cards especially given the way we've started the season with three wins in a row um that said i still think City are favourites. They had, yeah, they had, I think they un, very much underperformed last season and they've added, um, you know, they've spent the most in the summer. They've added in certain key areas that they needed and, and, they've, and they've lowered the average age of the squad, I think. And obviously they've got Pep Guardiola. So they started from a better base, have added players. So I think they probably just edge it, but I, it doesn't mean I don't think we can win it. Um, I think we've certainly, we're certainly going to be there or thereabouts. And I think it, whoever wins it is going to have to be um, an excellent side because I think there's, a, there's quite a few good teams at the top of that table now. So I would say title challenge. Hopefully we do win it in the end, but it will be tight. All right. Well, thank you so much. That will do it for us. Uh, you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, uh, nothing specific. Uh, if you're interested, you can follow me on Twitter, Otherwise, uh, at, which is at BusbyMUFC. Otherwise, thank you very much for having me on. Yep, glad to have you back, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. Cheers. Hey. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.